Good morning. Welcome back to the Coffee Break Bible Study Podcast. We are glad to have you with us today as we start a series of podcasts here as we look at uh, things that we, the questions that we come up with, we're calling it the one question and really starting that off on our Wednesday night and, and at Pickwick Church of Christ and kind of following up with, with uh, the Thursday episodes here so that we can continue to follow uh, further discuss that in podcast form, uh, and we think of this these things that the the one question, uh, and uh, I love the the image that that was made that we have on, on uh, Facebook uh, on the Pickway Church of Christ page for the one question. It's real questions answered by the real Word of God, and what a way of looking at it. And yet we think of the 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 one questions and everybody has those questions that come up and and as we go through this pod this series on Thursdays, um, if you do have a question, you know that one question that's always been burning in the back of your head, uh, you always wonder about it. Uh, shoot it to us, give us an, an email with it or, or message us, uh, message it to us. That way we can we can sit down and discuss that question. Uh, the question uh, on the table today that we're going to be looking at is why do bad things happen to good people? Why do bad things happen to good people? We can actually reverse that and look at the other side of it too. Uh, why do good things happen to bad people? And yet we think of that and and really when we really dive down into that subject of why do bad things happen to good people, it's not really something that, that you know, people think about it. Why is this happening to me? You know, I'm a good person. I'm, I've done things right, uh, and yet, why? Why is this happening? Why are these things taking place in my life? And yet, we think of those things, and and we look at it in the sense, you know, the, the in the universe there are values. The the universe is logic and orderly. Uh, people are important. Life is really worth living. And yet we can find the answers. And oftentimes when this question comes up, why do bad things happen to good people? Is when people suffer. Why is this happening to me? Why did they take this person away from me? Why is this this happening? And yet, when we think of that, the environment that we live in, the, the place that we, we live in is called Earth, uh, we look around us and we can see that that we are mortal. We're not going to be here forever. We're we're going sooner or later. We're going to cast off uh, this mortal body. Uh, it's going to to no longer be here. Even Paul tells us this. If we look back to to different different passages that he tells us, uh, if we, especially if we go to, um, we find it in First Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter fifteen, starting in in. 51 it says behold i will show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in the moment in the twinkling twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound the shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we should be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption this mortal must put on immortality we're mortal we we, th- th- this is a earthly tabernacle. 
this tabernacle that we have is is a natural body, and then yeah, there's a spiritual body. There's two different sides, and yet when we think of that, in a sense, we are mortal. We live in a, a environment that that is full of death. There is disease. Uh, we think of the time that we're in right now with the pandemic going on. Disease is there. We can see it wherever we are. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and so we live in this environment. Death, decay, immortality, or being mortal and not immortal. This is the environment that we live in. Nature uh, in itself does not discriminate between someone that's good and someone that's bad. Uh, you know, we think of that uh, someone that, that is in Christ and someone that's out of Christ. And and really, you, you think of that, and, and a passage that really shows this, so we turn over to Matthew uh, chapter 5. Turn to Matthew chapter 5 with me, and look at verse 45. Here Christ's Sermon on the Mount, great teaching, even tells us that nature does not choose good over evil. Does it rain where bad people are? Yes. Does it flood where there, there's evil? Yes. Is it just happened? Does tragic events just happen to good people? No. There's tragic events that happen all over the time, all over the place. Nature does not discriminate. If we look at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, it says, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. You see, he, nature doesn't discriminate. It's going to rain, it's going to shine on those that do evil and those that do not, or that are good. Uh, there is not a... a a spiritual explanation for every life experience. Everything that happens in our lives, there's not something that we can turn to and say, well, this is why this is happening. Uh, you know, if we, we lose a loved one, we can't just simply open our Bibles to any page and say, well, this is why. Uh, if there's a, a natural disaster, we can't say, well, this is why this is happening to me, because I've done something wrong. No, there's not that, that, that spiritual explanation for every life experience. But yet, suffering can be without a moral cause. Turn with me really quick. Let's look at another passage uh, in the New Testament. Turn over to Luke uh, with me. And let's look at Luke chapter 13. And, and really dive into verses 4 and 5. And see here. Uh, it's very interesting when we think of this. Uh, here is Christ talking about those that... These people that had died. And... Ones that, that had, had been slain because this tower fell. In verse 4 it says, Or those 18 upon the, whom the tower of Salaam fell and slew them. Think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Now you think of that, the, the example that Christ is giving here about those that repent, those that, that, that die. Is there events that take place today that are unnatural? You know, a car crash. Is it expected? No, it's not. Is it? Is it something that happens? Yes. Is is it tragic that someone 
dies in a car crash. Yes, it is. Is it tragic? You know, we think of, of events that take place of, of the hurricane and, uh, and, and thinking back to, to the flood in Waverly, uh, Tennessee, the, the lives that were lost. Is it tragic? Yes. It is very tragic. Like here we see that, that, that here this tower fell on 18 men. And they died. They perished. Was it tragic? Yes. But didn't he say, are they sinners? We don't know. It's not our judgment call. Were they sinners above all the men that were in Jerusalem? No, we don't know who they were. We can't make that call. Is it tragic, the event that took place? Yes, it is. But could that happen to us? Could I, Could I? you know, thinking of myself, could I get in my vehicle and drive down the road and, and have a wreck and, and perish from it? Yes, I could. Am I expecting that? No. But it could happen. It's tragic. And you know, why does good things happen to bad people? Why did that happen? Oh, there was mistakes made. Could it have been on my part or somebody else's part? We never know. And why did this tower fall? Was it because they were sinners? Is that why this tower fell? Or was there some other force that was acting upon it? We don't know. But nature in itself does not, does not discriminate. And so we have to think on those things. Suffering and reasons for suffering. Sometimes we can't explain it. Sometimes there is no explanation that comes from it. Yet, when we think of, of God, what God created, in, in Genesis chapter 1, God created the world. Uh, he set up everything. He set up the laws. He set up gravity to keep us in motion. He set up uh, weather patterns, this, the water cycle, uh, how the tides work, all these things, all the things that we think of today. God put those things into place for a reason. Uh, gravity to keep us on this earth, uh, to, to move the earth, the natural laws of motion, all those things God put in place. You know, if we if you think of everything that we have today, we can cook with fire, or we can be consumed by it. You know, if we were to jump into fire, it would burn us. Yet we know that if I touch that fire, it's going to hurt. We can put food on that fire and cook it. Yet there's laws for that. Yet gravity, you know, we think of gravity, it keeps us in place. But yet, what happens when, when like, an airplane, uh, the engines fail? Gravity is going to pull it back down. And yet, if we look at Genesis, Genesis 1, 31, everything was good. There was no, there was no disease, no flaws, no mutation, no viruses. No sickness. Everything was good. Yet man was designed to live in Eden forever. Man, the way that his body was created, we see that it was perfect. Everything was good. There was nothing wrong with it until man sinned in Genesis chapter 3. And once we see sin enter into the picture, we see this whole thing start to kind of unfold. Now, we, we don't have access to that tree of life. We don't have access to, to eat of it. Our bodies start to decay. Uh, we, we start to, to fall. Adam had to, to work the ground. Uh, that post-sin Adam. Everything changed. Sin introduced death, both physically and spiritually. 
We no longer had access to the tree of life. The, the perfect bodies that we had began to decay. Uh, turn with me to Romans chapter 12 and, and look at a passage here with me. Romans chapter tw- five, or chapter 5, sorry. Romans chapter 5 and, and, and verse, verse 12. And, and we turn there and look at this. Uh, it says, Wherefore, by, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so that death passed unto all men, for all have sinned. See, when, when Adam sinned, death entered into this world. Death entered our vocab. We now have an expiration date. Death is a point in time. It is something that we all have to go through. Uh, turn with me to uh, uh, James very quickly and, and look at a couple passages coming up. James, if we turn there in, in practical book that, that, that is, James chapter 2 verse 26 is, For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Also, death is a point in time. We, we mark that time. You know, we, we think of, of suffering in the sense of someone passing away, but Ultimately, we know that that's going to take place. We mark that time. We mark the day that someone is born, their birthday. And then when they die, we mark that date, the day that they die. And we put it on their tombstone, the years and the dates. And their life is that dash in between. Yet, how often it is, what events took place during that dash that were tragic in that person's life, that were, were wonderful in that person's life. And yet... We say, why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people? There's always going to be bad things that happen. And it's not just to, to good people. And yet death, we think of that, it's a, pro, it's a point in time, it's a process of time. Uh, we will all die if we turn over to, to the book of Hebrews with me. And look at Hebrews chapter 9. And, and look at verse 27. Hebrews 9 in verse 27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after that, the judgment. It's a process. All will die. We're all dying now, if you think about it. Once we've taken our first breath, we start to die. We start to, to pass on. And that process continues until we take that last breath. Yet, one thing that comes to mind, and very interesting, you turn with your, in your Bibles with me to the book of Ecclesiastes, the uh, wonderful book that it is, and, and the information that's within it uh, that Solomon has given us. Turn over to Ecclesiastes with me, and look at Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Uh, oftentimes we go to the end of the chapter and look at, at the conclusion, but look at Ecclesiastes chapter 12, as he kind of sums everything up together, starting in verse 2. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 2 says, While the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars, be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain, in the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out the windows be darkened. And the doors shall be shut in the street when the sound of the grinding is low. And he shall rise up at the voice of the bird. All the daughters of music 
shall be brought low. Also when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears uh, shall be in the way. And the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, the mourners go about the streets, where even or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bolt be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel be broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity is a vanity, says the preacher. All is vanity. What is he telling us there? We decay. We pass on. You know, you look at that, the 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 windows are, are darkened. Uh, we, we can't see as good as when we're older. Uh, the teeth... The grinders are are, are ceased because there's few. We we tremble. The keepers, the hands, our our backs start begin to bow over. Uh, the doors are shut. Uh, we we can't sleep at night because of the sounds. We're fearful of what's high. We can't reach things. We're afraid of falling. The the it says the almond tree shall flourish. A grasshopper. We're weak. There's silver hair. Things. Begin to decay. Life is a process. We're all dying. And since death passed to all men, there is this constant threat of death. No one is guaranteed a, a, a full lifetime. When we look at other passages like Psalm 90 verse 10 that comes to mind. Uh, one, another one that comes to mind if we look at it very quickly. Turn over to Luke. And look at Luke chapter 12 with me. And look at verse 20. Luke chapter 12. And, and look at verse 20. It says, But God said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall, who shall those things be which thou hast provided? Well, the threat of death is always present. It's always there. And yet, and sometimes it's because of us. We we make foolish or, or make bad decisions. Every human is born with the ability to choose. As we see in Joshua chapter 24 and verse 15. We suffer if we use that gift of choice foolishly. Galatians chapter 6 verses 7 and 8. And yet how often it is we forget about that. We, we forget that gift. That we can make a choice. You know I can choose... To get my vehicle and, and driving down the highway at, at 110 miles an hour. and I, I have a choice I can make. Yet, when we say, why do good things happen to bad people? Sometimes it's about the choices that we make. Are we making good choices? Yet, we are connected. We are, And sometimes we are injured by other people's uh, decisions. You know, I could be driving perfectly fine and then uh, someone else pull out or, or a semi looks down and makes a wrong decision. Uh, their decisions could have impacted me. Much of the pain in this world is collateral. Uh, and there's examples of this. We, we can look through the Old Testament and see this. Uh, if we go back and look at, at what, what somebody did, 
how that relates to other people that were around them. If we go to Jonah chapter 1 in verse 14, Jonah's rebellion to not do what God told him to do, to get on that ship, caused a storm and caused that crew of that ship to be afraid for their own lives, to be caught in that storm. Was it that crew's fault? No, it was Jonah's. Jonah had done the wrong thing. There, there was a, a collateral for what he has done, and most sometimes that's what takes place. Uh, if we another example, if we continue to look, David in Second Samuel eleven verse seventeen, David had Uriah killed, but yet others died with him. Had him put on the front line, send him first into battle. What about those others that were with him? What about those that were in battle with him? Did they not perish? They were collateral. Their pain was because of Uriah, because of David's choice, because David did something wrong. How sad that is. Someone that does something good, like Uriah, perishes because of something that somebody else does. Did Uriah deserve to be put on the front lines like that? To die in battle like that? No. He didn't. Was it something that was avoidable? It could have been. David could have done the right thing, but he chose not to. He made a choice. Uriah made a choice also. And yet, another example of that, if we turn to Matthew chapter 2, Herod left whole villages to grieve because of Christ. He heard that Christ was alive. He knew where Christ was. He knew about the approximate age of Christ, and he says, look, go kill all the males. Christ wasn't there. Collateral. Pain. How sad that is. And yet, when we think of saying, why do bad things happen to good people? Sometimes it's, it's things that just happen. Bad things happen to bad people. Good things happen to good people. And yet, we often focus on the negative. We don't look at the good side of it. We don't look at, at what God has done, the many blessings He's bestowed upon us. We don't count those blessings. We always look at the bad instead of looking at the good and how sad that is. Again, when we think of that question, why do, bad, good, why do good things happen to bad people? Remember, sometimes it's about the choices that we make and that others make that lead to that result. It may, it may not be what God put in place. It may not be what, what God has in store. It's just because we have free will, we can make those choices. And yet we need to make sure that we're making great choices. So we think of those things and, and that question, and it's very hard to answer that question because we don't have a scriptural answer for everything that happens. We, we, we can't explain every natural phenomenon, every, every event that takes place in our lives, but we need to know that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The sun shines and rises just like it's always done on those that have done evil and those that are good. And yet we still have that choice. Are we going to do what's correct? Are we going to suffer because we make a bad choice? Are we going to suffer because somebody made a bad choice? It could be. And yet, how powerful it is that Christ made a choice to die for us.
that he went to that cross. He could have chose not to. He could have chose not to stay on that cross to defeat death. But he did. And so we have a choice. Are we going to obey Christ? His commandments? His gospel? Or will we turn away from it and be foolish? We have to make that choice. Again, thank you for joining us on this study. Uh, Make sure to join us every Tuesday and Thursday as we release new episodes. Uh, On Thursday, we will be continuing this one question. uh, And and on Tuesday, we will announce what that question is. uh, And look forward to sharing that with you next week. Uh, And looking forward to that next question of of where that study will, will lead us. And so make sure to join us every Tuesday and Thursday for that. Uh, that way we will release those episodes. Usually we release them early in the morning so people can have time to listen to them. So be on the lookout for that uh, as those episodes are released. Uh, make sure to like, share, and comment on them. Uh, check out the, the Facebook page. And if you do have any questions, uh, any comments, let us know. Either send us an email or or. Reach out to us on the Facebook page, message us, message, send us a message, and we will respond to that and get back to you. And as we always say at the end of every episode, remember, God loves you, we love you, and we will see you next time.